Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hi there, welcome back. This will be for James chapter 3. The heading reads, By governing the tongue we gain perfection. Heavenly wisdom is pure, peaceable, and full of mercy. Verse 1, My brethren, not many strive not for the mastery, knowing that in so doing we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths, that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Behold, how great a forest fire a tiny spark can start. In other words, verse 6, And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beasts and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therefore bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be." Our ability and willingness to control our tongues is directly related to how much revelation the Lord is willing to give us. The prophet Joseph Smith taught, The reason we do not have the secrets of the Lord revealed unto us is because we do not keep them but reveal them. We do not keep our own secrets but reveal our difficulties to the world, even to our enemies. Then how would we keep the secrets of the Lord? Brigham Young said, Should you receive a vision or revelation from the Almighty, one that the Lord gave you concerning yourselves or this people, but which you are not to reveal on account of your not being the proper person, or because it ought not to be known by the people that present, you should shut it up and seal it as close and lock it as tight as heaven is to you, and make it as secret as the grave. The Lord has no confidence in those who reveal secrets, for he cannot safely reveal himself to such persons. That man who cannot know things without telling any other living being upon the earth, who cannot keep his secrets, and those that God reveals to him, never can receive the voice of his Lord to dictate him and the people on this earth. How, how you speak says much about who you are. Clean and intelligent language is evidence of a bright and wholesome mind. Use language that uplifts, encourages, and compliments others. Do not insult others or put them down, even in joking. Speak kindly and positively about others so you can fulfill the Lord's commandment to love one another. When you use good language, you invite the Spirit to be with you. Always use the names of God and Jesus Christ with reverence and respect. Misusing their names is a sin. Profane, vulgar, or crude language or gestures as well as jokes about immoral actions are offensive to the Lord and to others. Foul language harms your spirit and degrades you. Do not let others influence you to to use it. That was out of the Strength of Youth pamphlet. I think most of that's written by President Hinckley, too, if I remember right. Anyway, verse 11, Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive, olive berries, either of vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a, a good conversation with works with meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. 
In other words, don't be superior over somebody else. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy. In other words, pliant or easily persuaded to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. So that's the end of the chapter, and uh, I hope you can rule your tongues. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Bye.